This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. Hey, Bo. Good evening, dude. Man, good evening to you. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I was actually close to being on time tonight, which is amazing. And, and, ah! and, and, and you know, for the folks at the live show that uh, always like to chime in, I, I want to, <laughs> I, I just love this. It's uh, about 30 minutes before the show starts. Portland Paul says, uh, uh, 30 minutes until JD is late. And I uh, man, I just, uh, I, I just want to tell you how, how almost right you were tonight. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> because I don't know how many people will know this, but that's almost retro because back in the day, we used to be a morning show. We used yeah, to be yeah. wow. A, a, lot, uh, <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of people. I wonder how many of our current folks go back to us that far it, with it with us that far. But yeah, I mean, I, I was well, we met at like nine o'clock or something. Yeah, I, I, I was a con- morning. I was a consistent like pull up to Bo's driveway at like nine oh three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was part of almost it was an really lame. Day. Yeah, I just don't do mornings. You know, I, <laughs> the, the joke around here is the shop opens at ten o'clock. And uh, and I get to the shop at ten oh five. So I, I need to. I probably need to change the the time of the opening at the shop to like ten fifteen ish. Like actually yeah. put ish on the on the schedule. Uh, but then I know myself well enough to know that I'll use that as an excuse to get here at ten twenty five. Yeah, and then you I'll do. have you know at some point some old man wanting his pound of uh, Cherokee pipe tobacco <laughs> is gonna follow me to my home and 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 literally beat the crap out of me. No, no man, they, <laughs> they camp out outside the door like there's a new iPhone at the Apple store. No, no. <laughs> right. They're all they all gonna get the uh, the next next blend from the country squire that's man. it that's it no but uh but no of course we, we do thank you all for being here joining us uh, those of you who are tuning in live this is a a special kind of live episode tonight um because we are uh, going on hiatus for the next two weeks for the live show now of course the podcast will be here as per usual uh but for the next two weeks uh there will be no live show before we return at our new time Hey, man, we've got a lot of great stuff that's actually going on uh, around the pipe world. Of course, um, actually, on uh, beyond kind of the, the home base here, March 9th, if you are in the Austin, Texas area, you know, we are going on hiatus for the next couple of weeks. Part of that reason is because I will actually be in Austin, Texas, yeah! and I will actually be attending an awesome event. Uh, which is the Briar Works event in Austin at Habana House Cigars. That's going to be March 9th. Uh, you can find more information about it on their website. Yeah, it's this coming Thursday, actually. This so, yeah, coming just a couple Thursday. days away. Yeah. That's right. Actually, as this podcast goes out to the people, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. If you're in, in, in or around the Austin area, check it out. Not just because you get to meet the amazing people from Briarworks, the uh, some amazing pipes that are out there, but also because there will there, be. Aren't they going to have some like circus join them or something? Well, there's a like, cel- like the like the bearded lady or something. I was going to say a celebrity <laughs> appearance. Uh, yes, I will be there. I I will be there. Thank you, bearded lady. Wow. <laughs> I think most people would point out with my current beard status, I fall more under the lady than the bearded situation going on right now. But one way or the other. Oh, that's great. I will be there. And so, uh, hey, if you want to, if you want to hang out, look. We We've got an awesome listening community out in Austin. I'm really looking forward to hanging yeah, out with you guys, Pylorns and all them. It's going to be a lot of fun. You so. know, it, you're the you're the one that travels the world, right? I, I'm, I'm <laughs> the one that I never I never get out. I just stay here, you know, tied to. <laughs> I know. Generally speaking, I have to drag you like kicking and screaming, going to go anywhere, raping. I think I still have fingernails right? on the floor. Yeah, I, I think that's what that is. From yeah. The last time that we went to New Orleans, but yeah, no, man, it's uh, it's tough. That's great, man. But it's you are be a lot going out. I am going to Chicago. That's 
right. I sure am. Yeah, sure am. That's uh, I guess here in a couple months. Just booked my hotel room. And, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to seeing a bunch of good friends up there. Of course, we'll we'll talk more about that uh, the closer it gets to time. That's so, right, man. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the hometown, of course, y'all yeah. also have a Briarworks event going we, on. We do. You know, the cool thing about this Briarworks tour, uh, Pete Prevost, our, our good friend at Briarworks, if you don't know Pete or don't uh, aren't familiar with his work, this is one of the um, most talented pipe carvers in America. Yeah. And, that, and that is no... That, that that is no um, overstatement. Okay, so Pete is part of this uh, wave of pipe carvers that came along between ten and five years ago that really have kind of put American pipe making uh, on the map, American artisan pipe making on the map. And uh, Pete, when it comes of course, to Breyer, you yeah. know, yeah, when when it comes to Briar, he um, of course just makes pipes. I mean, now that you know are, are going to be anywhere from seven hundred dollars to two thousand dollars. I mean, his his work is just incredible. He's made quite a name for himself, and and him. And uh, his buddy Todd Johnson, several guys a few years ago, got together to start Briarworks Pipes. They wanted kind of an American pipe production company and, and have successfully done that. So follow Pete. If, if His name's Pete Prevost, uh, and he's an amazing artisan in his own right. And then they also have this uh, awesome company that they started, Briarworks. And, and Pete is on tour through the southeast, uh, going to several stops. And uh, I say southeast. They're also going to Oklahoma and uh, Texas and, uh, you know, some different places. But but anyway, they'll be uh, making their last stop here in Jackson, and that is on March 11th, this coming Saturday, from uh, from 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, and the exciting thing is we're actually going to uh, we're gonna go all out. We're expecting a big crowd. We want to make it worth everyone's while to be here. So so we at the Pipe Trunk Show here, uh, Briarworks Show here in Jackson, uh, are going to be doing 20% off all the pipes uh, that Man. day. Which is a big deal. I mean, that's, you know, we're I'm talking sorry, like— the pipes? Uh, yeah, every—, every Every bit of stuff that that Pete brings to sell that day oh, will snap. be will be twenty percent off. So, uh, so we're really excited about that. But um, anyway, come. Uh, look, we look forward to seeing you, and we're probably uh, going to stay open a little late that night too, which will be fun. So. I've been constantly impressed with Briarworks and just yeah. like what oh, they're absolutely. doing for the industry, what they're doing for the American pipe manufacturing industry in particular is just really fantastic. If, if they've been really innovative, they they have taken uh, interesting and popular shapes that have been made. Uh, you know. But popular and well known by carvers, and they've kind of tried to translate that into a mass produced pipe. Mm, and mm-hmm. and uh, just their finishes are real uh, aggressive. They they do uh, you know very high quality stems. Uh, all their tenon work is uh, is done with Delrin, which is uh, just the best material for that. And it's just a really well run company. We're we're very uh, very thankful for them. Proud to proud to say they're they're in the states and uh, and even from the south. Hey, that's always good. <laughs> we actually, we had uh, Pete on a, a while back. We did a shop yeah, talk that's with right. him. Yeah, that's right. Last time he was in town. I'm looking forward to seeing him in Austin. And I know that the, uh, the local folks or those of you who are in and around the Mississippi area, y'all y'all come down to and, uh, and get a chance to meet him and take part in that awesome sale. That's awesome, man. All right. So we also have coming up here. Uh, so we mentioned, of course, we'll be off for the next two weeks. Uh, we've, we've got to make mention that for the live show audience, when we return, we will be returning at a brand new time. That's 830 Central Time on March 20. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you have never tuned in for a live yeah. show, if, if it's always been too early for you, it's like right after work for you, uh, hopefully this will open up the opportunity for a lot of folks. We've already gotten actually a lot of great feedback on the new time. Yeah, uh, People have already been commenting in. It's interesting. You can tell the locals versus just the listeners. There's a lot of positive listener feedback of, oh, that's way better for me. And a lot of local feedback with, 
oh, the Squire's open two hours later. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, we, we have to mention that's kind of the reason we're doing this. Mm. The shop is actually going to be open now uh, until 8 o'clock every night of the week. And so uh, we, we are closed Sunday, but every other day of the week we've been open. Uh, traditionally closed at 6. We've uh, opened later now, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night mm. until 8. And uh, and now we're going to be open in, until 8 o'clock every night. And so uh, our good friend Caleb, the, uh, the intern, uh, tobacconist in training, as it were, who's going to uh, join us on the show here uh, in, in the near future. He's going to be up here working some of those hours. I'll be working some of those hours. It's going to be more of an opportunity for folks to come uh, enjoy their enjoy their pipe and tobacco and uh, maybe favorite beverage after work. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned it. Caleb, the intern, is retor- returning uh, in the next couple of episodes. So if you've got a question for Caleb, uh, send that in. Put put in the, uh, the, the title of your email, question for Caleb. And I'll be sure to include that. I think it'll be really great as a young tobacconist. We're going to be you- <laughs> picking his brain. I know a lot of y'all listen to us and you think that we're kind of the young guns. Well, Wait, you meet Caleb. <laughs> this guy's always coming. It's like, who's that muscular guy that works there? And I'm like, yeah, there's only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hashtag, question, hashtag questions for Caleb. How do you get such biceps? <laughs> Like, do you even lift, brah? Do you even lift, brah? <laughs> but anyway, that's coming. So uh, questions for Caleb uh, at show at countrysquireradio.com. Hey, uh, before we jump into this amazing topic that we've got going on, we got to give a major shout out to new club members. Ow! Yeah, we've got some new club members joining the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Uh, at the Squire level, big shout out to Jimmy Somerville. And at the Pilgrim level, uh, shout out to Caleb Kraus. Um, you hey, guys, Jimmy are- and Caleb, thanks so much for uh, for joining, guys. Y'all are direct reasons that uh, that make this pipe this uh, this podcast happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And to uh, those of you, I, I got to mention this as well. Just kind of a little bit of club business. I want to get this out here. Um, those of you, I believe everyone who is a founding member has received their digital club card. Everyone who is not a founding member probably has not yet. I promise you. It is uh, ever nagging in the back of my mind, and I'm going to make sure that I get those out to you just as soon as I possibly can. Um, so hopefully a blast out of, uh, of new club cards is coming to you soon. Uh, kind of a welcome packet. There's also some avatars that are in there and a lot of great digital goodies for you. Uh, so look for that in the coming, uh, let's play it safe, weeks. <laughs> you know, let's just be honest. <laughs> Have we had a lot of folks uh, kind of comment on going back through the archives of, of old episodes and whatnot? It's been amazing, man. Yeah. We've actually, uh, a lot of folks have kind of commented about the fact that they're going back through and hearing us in the, the old days. You know, for anybody that's a club member, or even if you're just a patron at the $1 level, you're able to get the full archive, the full RSS that contains all of our shows dating back to the beginning. And it is... <laughs> if you really don't have anything to do with your time, that's where you want to spend it. <laughs> it's, it's scary listening to some of those earlier episodes. We've actually had a few of you actually commenting on the fact we'll reference older shows. Yeah. Like, you know, the, yeah. the focus one that we did on the Umpal, for example, or, or various times we'll kind of make reference to shows that we've covered in the past. That's right. And newer listeners will kind of wonder, how do I get those access to those shows? Even if you don't necessarily want to become a, a member, uh, a club member, for for one dollar an episode, if you if you sign up to uh, support us through the Patreon account, we give you that full RSS that contains our almost four year archive of, uh, of episodes. <laughs> we are coming amazing. up, by the way, we are coming That's up amazing. on episode 200 pretty soon. We're going to need wow. to talk about that off mic because yeah. we need to make that pretty special. Yeah, we should, we should make that. But yeah, anyway, okay. you, you get access to that. If you go to patreon.com slash country squire radio, or if you just go to country radio.com, click join the club. That'll bring you directly there. Even if you're not interested in joining the club at just a dollar an episode, you help make this show happen and we greatly appreciate it. All right. That's enough of that, man. We've got a huge show tonight <laughs> as in as in interesting and 
and just and just huge. It's massive. Um, <laughs> so for longtime listeners, or even to some extent, I would think medium time listeners, you know that we do a series which is pipe culture. Now, pipe culture is a series that from the beginning, I think, was something that I, at least I personally was really interested in. Yeah, uh, and and that's the idea of studying. Those of us who are um, interested in the pipe, those of us who are pipe smokers, what is it that connects us? What is it that binds us? I mean, obviously, there's the pipe. That's that's the the primary thing. But are there other threads? Are there similarities? Do we share things in our history? You know, obviously, a lot of different people come to the pipe, and that's one of the beautiful things about it is there is a very diverse love of pipes, pipe smoking, the culture that surrounds it. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of commonalities. So dating back to the first ever pipe culture episode that we did – we did almost like a sociological study, polling those that listened at the time about what is it? What do you consider part of pipe culture? And we kind of defined out these various spheres of what that looks like, you know, things that you enjoy beyond just the pipe. That's right. While you're enjoying the pipe. And and, and I, I think the, the fun part of this is just how incredible the feedback is each and every time we do this, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, but Bo and I didn't really know what kind of uh, ant's nest we were kicking, you know, uh, when we when we got into this, we were thinking, uh, well, you know, people, you know, there's these common threads that kind of go through this. And, um, you know, there, there are people that are like this, that smoke pipes and like this. And, um, and, and, and there's some folks that just have this kind of visceral reaction to this and, and want to push back on some of these things that we put out there. And I, I love that. I think it's really interesting just to see the, um, you know, the different perspectives on, you know, piped them. I mean, who, who, who is in our community and culture and, uh, you know, Bo and I came to the pipe for different reasons. And, mm-hmm. and so we, uh, you know, kind of view it through those uh, lenses. And, and I think everyone brings their, uh, you know, pipe uh, kind of uh, vision into their mind. What What is pipe smoking about? And uh, so exploring this is always a lot of fun. And uh, and, and, and we get a kick out of uh, the people that uh, that have strong reactions to it and, and love that and, yeah. and, and really appreciate that. Well, and so, you know, the one of the great things is you come to the show and, you know, much like me, you're here to kind of sit at the foot of John David and learn. That um, is ridiculous. Learn about the tobaccos, learn about the pipes and kind of get a better understanding. Pipe culture is a way for us to almost study collectively, for you guys to share your stories and, and your perspectives, your opinions. It's our chance to turn the mics over to you guys and really share your thoughts. Um, this week we are doing a, uh, we're starting a new kind of pipe culture mini series, essentially, uh, looking at pipe smoking archetypes. Um, it's, it's pretty fun. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I, I also have to give credit where credit is due. And this concept of looking at the archetypes of pipe smokers or, or pipe smoking archetypes actually came from listener H Mitchell. Uh, who suggested it. I put it kind of a poll out to folks saying like, what, what would you like to see aside from kind of the traditional deep dives into various tobaccos and pipes? What would you like to see? And um, pipe smoking archetypes is something that, that he suggested. And so um, Mitchell, you touched a nerve, man. <laughs> There's a lot of folks who have a lot of opinions about this. It's true. It's really true. And, and just to kind of uh, tee this up maybe for us a little bit, I, I had to think about kind of getting ready for this episode what exactly is an archetype okay mm-hmm. we, we throw that around you and I read a lot and we talk a lot about uh, you know narratives and uh, meta narratives and you know right. uh, archetypes and I don't know just things that a lot of times we um, we think we know uh, what it means but maybe uh, it's a little more nebulous and and, and an archetype is a, a very typical example of a certain person or thing Um an an original that has been imitated, Mm. Um, a recurrent 
symbol or motif in literature, art, or mythology. And so um, just some ideas of kind of what we're talking about there. You've got a, you know, kind of a, kind of these categories of, you know, when you think of, uh, of of the pipe smoker, this is what you think of. And, and we've got these archetypes, these uh, uh, kind of templates of, of people that we uh, that we put some of these, uh, you know, different folks into. So, And that's really good that you kind yeah. of define that too, because whenever we do anything that's kind of a little bit more high concept or kind of studying pipe smokers, uh, inevitably, this always happens. There's always a little bit of pushback. And we welcome And I love it. it. Yeah, no, we, we absolutely welcome <laughs> I that. I love it. And we respect it. I mean, one of the things that um, that was kind of expressed was this concern that we would fall into the pit of stereotyping rather than archetyping. Uh, and actually, we got some great uh, kind of uh, some, I guess, concerns expressed uh, through yeah. Reddit. Uh, this comes by way of Wayward Midland. What did Wayward say? Yeah, Wayward said, I suppose this goes for a lot of folks, uh, but I quite often resent being pigeonholed into a particular archetype as it implies a certain level of inauthenticity or false fronts. Uh, regardless of how much I may attempt to be active, interested, and engaged, it's unfortunate that general cultural stereotypes restrict good conversation and mutual understanding. Mm. I'm curious to hear the show you guys put together. Man, great. Uh, yeah. Fair. Yeah, very fair. Absolutely very fair. fair. Um, you know, and, and this was, you know, a, a few other folks kind of expressed similar concerns as well. Uh, in, in some polite and some not so polite <laughs> <word> terminology, <laughs> but I thought that Wayward really did sum it up pretty well. And that is an absolutely fair critique. Mm-hmm. And that is not our goal. In fact, you know, um, Phil Morgan, of course, of uh, Missouri Meerschaum Pipes actually s- stated something in, in terms of his feedback as he was also offering a bunch of uh, various types of archetypes. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is really profound. Yeah, what, Phil, what Phil goes on to say an archetype does not necessarily have to have a descriptive label attached to it. Uh, to in fact be an archetype. So think about uh, the archetype pipe smoker could simply be a common man with a calm and reflective demeanor uh, sitting on the front porch or by a fireplace contemplating the simple joy of a long, uh, slow smoke while watching nature or watching uh, the play of the fire. And and so you know, Phil's kind of taking it uh, almost to a more broad level. He's exactly. like, well, you know, we don't have to, you know, have it necessarily this this kind of type A or type B or type C person. It it might the archetype might just be the the person that enjoys relaxing uh, after a long day or relaxing while they uh, enjoy this uh, this you know bowl of. Uh, burning concoction that they've you know uh, meticulously selected and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. Right. So, well, uh, and I think that's fair. I like I like I like that as kind of a um, kind of almost like a focal point going into this as well. And uh, and hopefully to to kind of you know qualm some of the fe- fears that are out there. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter who it is at the under end of the pipe, what's there at the bowl is kind of what connects us all, right? Like yeah. we're all kind of sharing yeah. in, in that experience. And so, you know, the diversity that kind of surrounds that as we study that, um, that unifying factor is something that we definitely don't want to get away from. So that is that is absolutely kind of at the focal point. Now, the way that we do pipe culture type of episodes is we, we generally leave things very broad. That's right. I try very hard not to define <laughs> what I want you to put out. And I just kind of say like, what, what does... Let's just say what happens let's see what let's see what happens and we got some great feedback we actually um you know a lot of people and we'll see this as we kind of go throughout a lot of people immediately would go to examples of archetypes and kind of mention famous people uh for example uh cory gripe specifically mentioned mark twain or douglas MacArthur. um you know which he actually mentions both of those as kind of the the focal reason why he loves Corncob pipes corncobs in particular yeah. yeah the poster children of corncob pipes right there um 
And then also, you know, movie characters as well. We had listener Howard who wrote in saying specifically uh, Bing movies. And yeah, Bing, Bing Crosby. Uh-huh. Oh, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred Astaire. He also mentions Cary Grant. Um, and uh, oh, man, that's not one that I actually recognize right there. Uh, is that Mel- Melvin? Melvin Douglas. Melvin uh-huh. Douglas. Are you familiar with Melvin Douglas? I, I'm not. No. But, you know, I'm, I'm a movie illiterate. So, now, this yeah. is very true. Very, very true. But he, he mentions kind of a number of, of kind of uh, uh, movie movie characters and, of course, actors and actresses that uh, that we kind of associate. Yeah, particularly and, from that golden era. Yeah, you see, of course, they were a lot more open to uh, to our, our hobby back then. Do we really consider that the golden era of movies? I do. Do you? <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> that may be a whole other discussion at some point. It probably will be. Yeah, but, uh, but no, no, no. But, but that's the great thing. So a lot of people immediately jumped to individuals, uh, and that's great. And like I said, throughout this, I think we're going to see kind of a smattering of individuals referenced when yeah. thinking about archetypes. Because of the vastness of the opinions that we got and the, the many, many emails, comments, uh, posts that people sent in, I, I, I took it upon myself to the best of my ability okay. to kind of pull these into what are uh, bucket cylinders, kind of a focal point for sure. these various archetypes. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover and at, we'll at, talk about that. In yeah. some point, we're always, uh, we're, we're kind of forced to do this to, to some degree, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and right. it's that tension again of, uh, you know, talking about the common threads, but then also saying, hey, it's just a bunch of people that enjoy to smoke a pipe. So, uh, but but we are going to try to take, uh, you know, these, these different uh, buckets, categories, as you said, and kind of uh, talk about each one in particular. Uh, and and uh, th- there were, you, you find them uh, kind of, gravitating around these uh these center lines these uh you know these data points uh kind of all all line up it's fascinating and i mean this is not exhaustive this is specifically from the listeners that that, that wrote in and so if you have something that you kind of think of after the fact feel free to turn that in but these are kind of the 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 focal points the archetypes that i kind of collectively merged into their own categories. Yeah, all right, sure. You ready for this? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm actually I'm a little nervous about actually putting this down. <laughs> I like literally today I had a whiteboard up and I was writing this out in yeah, my office. Yeah. Well, because there's there's just so much, you know, and a, a lot of times, as we'll see very shortly, uh, folks folks have a certain person in mind, uh, and, and that person may or may belong to a category that they understand, or uh, but that might mean something a little different to us. So That's right. anyway, let's dive in. All right. So here we go. So here they are running down the list, running down the list. The father slash grandfather, yep. The professor, the philosopher, the soldier, the sailor, the aristocrat, the farmer, and maybe maybe the wizard. <laughs> now I know a lot of you hear me say maybe before the wizard, right? And are kind of freaking out, like how can you say Mrs. Maybe? Just hang on. We'll, that's right. We'll get there. We'll get. We'll get there. Now that's that's me kind of collectively thinking because there's a lot of different things like the thinker, yeah. the tinkerer, the scientist. Like there's a lot of different like like words that were used, but I kind of like folded those into kind of like one primary category as a way to kind of organize this. Well, and I, I think those are fair bellwethers or you know buoys that we can kind of attach ourselves to with all Absolutely. these things. Again, a lot of folks, uh, you know, they had a person in mind, but the person, uh, you know, it 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 may or may not have explicitly been, uh, let's say. You know the the father or the professor, but uh, they're kind of I don't know that it kind of it kind of goes in that category. So we're just we're grasping at something to kind of unify <laughs> exactly. a lot of these people. Yeah. So again, I'll run that list one more time: the father slash grandfather, the professor, the philosopher, the soldier, the sailor, the aristocrat, the farmer, and maybe the wizard. And Portland Paul, of course, tweets in uh, caveat much. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we're, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, one thing I, I, 
I, I think is very interesting as we were kind of collecting these in, as these were rolling in, nobody mentioned one that I kind of find is like a modern archetype, which is the hipster. Yeah. Now, of course, we've done and, a pipe and, and no one, episode. no one mentioned that at all, right? Nobody mentioned that at all. Now, well, I say that. I mean, there was some like kind of like nebulous of like, well, I don't know that I fit into an archetype, kind of on know. the periphery. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of like a an art musician type of person. I kind of feel yeah. like, yeah, that's. I guess that would kind of be like a hipster archetype. Yeah. If that's an archetype, which yeah. it may, maybe it is, maybe it's not. <laughs> Just kind of throwing that out there. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. <laughs> all right. So um, because of all the great feedback that we got tonight for this particular episode, I think what we're going to do is we're going to tackle, we're going to focus specifically on the father slash grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, for those of you on the live show, what this means is that we are going to start with that. And then we're also going to go on to the professor and the philosopher as well. Again, long episode, two episodes squashed into one live show fun sausages made enjoy. <laughs> so the father slash grandfather, um, you know, I think back before even reading some of this, I, I think back to when we started out with the pipe culture series and there was a question of origins. Um, why do we smoke a pipe? Yes. Yes. And one of the probably most commented on stories or, or most, you know, um, common threads in that area in the origins area was because of kind of this legacy fact, this fact that you were smoking a pipe because your your father or your grandfather smoked a pipe. You know, you you discovered his pipes or you just remember at sitting at granddad's feet and he was smoking a pipe, that sort of thing. There's a very much kind of like this connection there. It, it is. It's a, it's a romantic connection. It's something where you feel personally uh, involved in it. And, and, you know, and, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be a father or grandfather. It can be this, uh, you know, kind of relative or, or close person that, uh, generally is older, someone that maybe had an influence on you or an effect on you. And, um, and, and, you know, they, they just happen to smoke a pipe and maybe the, uh, maybe someone walking down the street who smoked a pipe, uh, uh, reminded you of them, or they had kind of this sense of, uh, you, you know, uh, the, you walked into a shop and, and, and you smelled the, uh, tobacco in there and immediately brought you back to, you know, fishing with granddad or something like that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think there's a lot of connectedness there that happens with people we love, uh, something as uh, you know rich and sensory as as a pipe, and so it draws you kind of into that. And, and we see a lot of folks that start smoking a pipe because of that. You know, I want to make mention to kind of diving into this one. And I think this is true of a lot of these characters uh, or archetypes, rather. Is that um, Tom still waits on Reddit mentioned that uh, there is this kind of notion of the authority figure that there's almost like if you've got a if you've got a pipe, if you're smoking a pipe, you think of that kind of that imagery someone who's smoking a pipe in these archetypes have kind of a sense of authority. And so I do think that kind of plays into a lot of these archetypes, but especially like the father grandfather type role. I mean, you and I definitely have authority because we smoke pipes. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> I, you know, I, I agree. Everyone that smokes a pipe has some type of authority. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or we're important. Pipe smokers in general are important. No, this is true. We're this important true. people. I didn't know if you were saying we as in the collective, we are you and me. Cause I was like, I don't, oh no, <laughs> I don't know how important I am. But no, not at all. <laughs> But uh, but no, that authority does play into that. Um, now, I love this. Jeff Morley, listener Jeff Morley wrote yeah. in. He also sent in a picture along with this. But but write, read, what, read what he wrote. Yeah, right. yeah. Jeff, uh, he says, my personal archetype or inspiration is my dad and his compatriots. Uh, he was one of America's, uh, quote, greatest generation. He enlisted in the Army on December 8th, 1941, like so many others, and served our country in Europe. Uh, December 8th, of course, right after Pearl Harbor there. Um, upon his return, he took up the pipe 
joining countless millions of American men. My own pipe journey started in direct homage to him and his generation of pipe smokers, to whom we all owe a great debt of gratitude. Rest in peace, Pops. Man, that's that's a beautiful dedication there. Yeah. And he's specifically, like I mentioned, he sent in a picture of his dad and um, just a really, really, I mean, like, is is very touching. Yeah. Sharing that and, and yeah. thinking too about um, again that legacy. Well, and and there is something again to be said about the authority figure, right? It's someone that kind of you know the the fatherly grandfatherly person that teaches you how to uh, you know. For me, it was a, a my grandfather that uh, you know it was a sailor. He smoked a pipe when he was a sailor, and he uh, knew uh, every knot there was to tie, and to, you know taught me how to tie knots at a very uh, young age and things like that, you know, or, um, you know, someone's dad who, you know, maybe, uh, taught him how to ride a horse while they were, you know, smoking a pipe or, you know, it taught him how to, you know, uh, put bait on a fishing line or something, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just something like that. It's kind of, kind of an interesting thing. It like seasoned the experience when you think back to the kind of yeah. classic memories for yeah. those of us who had like, you know, fathers, grandfathers that smoked a pipe, you know, that, that, that almost like punctuated that, that memory or, or whatever it may be. Um, and so that, that's, that's kind of tied into that. You know, you think of also the kind of the dad in the easy chair, right? At the end of the day, smoking yeah, his pipe or exactly. reading the paper or, Hey, come here, son, sit on my knee and tell me how your day was kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean like that, that's, that's a classic yeah. and I think iconic image too. True. Almost um, a Norman Rockwell kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cla- classic Americana, you know, you kind of feel like you, uh, you know, dad, Dad's had a hard day at work. He can, uh, he's relaxing with his pipe. That's a good time to come talk to him while he's, uh, you know, kind of, kind of easing his nerves there a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there is kind of the, the, um, what was it? Iconic kind of, uh, 40s, 50s marketing and, and such where you'd see dad yeah. and, you know, this kind of, you know, this, he's uh, got his cardigan on, you know? Yeah. This is middle-class <laughs> white guy with his, uh, he's biting. He's always clinching. Like that's the yeah, thing. He's clinching. He's clinching. He's got a big old smile. He always looks, he, it's the same <laughs> character in every single ad. Like they all look exactly the same and he's clinching the, he's, he's clinching that pipe like right. nobody's business. Right. It's always a straight pipe. So, and sometimes he's got on a, uh, a fedora. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> and that's, that's supposed to be the dad, right? I mean, that there is kind of an iconic thing. I want to be that when I grow up, by the way. For a lot of, you're gonna have to shave because yeah. he's always clean <laughs> he's always clean shaven. But I mean, for a lot of us, I mean, I think that there, there's, you know, maybe, maybe your dad doesn't fit that mold. And I think probably that's true of most of us, but, but for the most part, I mean, you know, for those of us who do have kind of, uh, that father figure as part of their legacy, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Kevin Dooley yeah. also, um, wrote in saying for me growing up, it was, uh, the loving, quirky and wise grandfather. And, uh, and then he also says, and also commissioner Gordon, <laughs> which to some extent is that as well. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So you do think of that, um, you know, that kind of uh, elderly figure, you know, I'm reminded too of when we talked, uh, and this, this dates a while back, but when we did kind of a, a focus on the Lord of the Rings pipes and, and kind of Tolkien and, and his use of pipes and his, his work, uh, we talked to the good folks over at the one ring.net and, um, specifically our guest, you know, she talked about the fact that, that she did not smoke a pipe, but it was always very, something that very special and, and growing up is because her grandfather smoked a pipe. Yeah. Um, and you know, just, she remembered very specifically like this, this long church warden that he would smoke and you know, that, that the impact of, of kind of the recognition of that imagery and then followed that through to Gandalf and, and kind of in the Lord of the Rings and everything else and kind of tying this high fantasy and, 
uh, this almost romantic nature of the the wise learned character. I like that tied to the grandfather, like your right. actual grandfather. My wise learned character exactly. that, that was wise and learned for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean there is that authority and I think wisdom too that kind of ties into that when, especially as you go up a generation. You know what I mean? You know, kind of a random uh, thought here or or an aside that uh, I I don't know, just like to explore for a short second. Like, you know, in our generation, we always think about, you know, again, this archetype pipe smoker, the uh, the old man, as it were, you know, the the old man sitting in his rocking chair, the you know, that uh, pipe smoke pipes are, you know, we have a lot of folks that come in and they're like, man, a pipe shop. I mean, (laughs) you know, are these all just a bunch of 80 year old men coming in here? And, but you know, a a thought that I just had never really thought about, you know, back in the, let's say the 1960s or the 1970s. Uh, and maybe if you're listening, uh, you know, or watching live, um, and you, and you lived back then, you know, was that still common? Was it still in the 60s and 70s? Was the archetype of the old man still there? Because a lot of times, you know, you'd had in the 60s and 70s, there were a lot more probably 20-year-olds that smoked a pipe back then. You know, nowadays it's kind of a, it is kind of thought of as a, you know, older generation thing. But, you know, what about in the in the 30s and 40s? Like, did they think of, you know, pipe smokers as being associated with old people? I mean, I would think probably not, right? I mean, they would, you know, they would think, well, pipe smoking, that's cool. That's common what you man. do. Yeah, I mean, it's just the common man. That's what you do. And, you know, not, not necessarily an old thing. I wonder when, when that kind of happened, like the transition from, uh, you know, pipes as just being kind of the sophisticated thing to do to pipes being, uh, you know, what what the the old man kind of did. I don't know. That's just interesting. I've never really never really thought about that. Yeah. Does that, that make sense to you? No, like, I, I'm definitely trying. Yeah, kind you. of. Uh, you know, uh, if you if you're in the '60s, uh, you know, pipe smoking wasn't just for the old guy. You know, it was something that uh, that everyone did. But um, but I, I, I maybe as time went on and pipe smoking became you know a little more niche. Uh, you know, and the cigars came along. Maybe just folks started associating pipes more with with older people from a from a past generation. I, I don't I don't know. Folks are always though, and I, I can attest to this on a daily basis, they're they're always surprised at how many young people smoke pipes nowadays, you know. So uh, and that that's surprising, you know, them being surprised by the amount of young people involved in pipe culture. Um, you know, I, I think it says something about you know, what folks think about you mm. know, th- this particular archetype. Mm, that's good. So that's the father grandfather archetype. Um, we're actually, it's great. We're actually, uh, throughout, uh, on a live show that the tweets are coming in and, uh, we're already getting shouts out of like, like, well, what about the minister? What about the dentist? What about the, uh, you know, the hillbilly? What about the hick? And, uh, and, you know, I think what you'll see is that as we kind of reopen this topic uh, going forward, a, a lot of those will will kind of fall into, maybe not perfectly, yeah, uh, but, but kind of fall into other ca- categories Yeah, one well. of these kind of buoys that we've, you know, picked out as far as the, a lot of these types are, are congregating around. And I'm yeah. actually, I'm looking forward to kind of some of the debate that'll naturally come out of this as well, because, you know, this was my attempt to kind of, you know, pull everybody's thoughts into kind of one focus. And as time goes on, there it may it may show shift um but for example like the um oh man i I hesitate to even say this but like no so somebody uh portland paul mentioned that don't forget about the hillbilly and the hick i I, that may we ain't forgot about us we're right here well (laughs) i was gonna say like to some extent i used the farmer as an archetype to kind of cover a broad sure yeah. sense of that right and so like even even you know when when we get there when we kind of talk about the farmer and the archetype and or the farmer and the uh, aristocrat in a singular episode th- there's kind of a, a sense in which that's intentionally very different 
Uh, to some extent, it's kind of the the rich and the poor, right? I mean, not that all farmers are poor. I'm not, certainly not trying to say that, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I I, I can't wait for the feedback on that. Oh, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Send your hate mail to John David. At, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but yeah, there you go. Well, you know, I think it is apropos if we are going to talk about pipe smoking archetypes, uh, given how much the subject matter of uh, Mark Twain came up That's this right. episode. That's right. I, I think it's 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 only fair that this particular episode should be sponsored by uh, the the most amazing corncob pipe manufacturer uh, in the world. And certainly the most iconic. Yeah. Most iconic. Of course, we're talking sure. about Missouri Meerschaum. Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. Good uh, quality pipes. The folks uh, folks at Missouri Meerschaum, including Phil and uh, and the entire team they've got up there, uh, I mean, they just do such a great job uh, handpicking the the corn that comes to make these pipes, uh, you know, making sure it's the highest quality. They've got their own breeds. Uh, they're always pushing the envelope with new uh, new shapes and designs. Uh, Phil, matter of fact, even uh, earlier this week, he, we were kind of bouncing back some messages back and forth about, hey, what do you think about this shape? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe we could do this. He's always pushing the envelope with this, and I love it. I'm sorry. And, uh, I still geek out about that. I know he's listening, but it's I, still, great. I still geek out about it's that. It's great. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's such good people, and, and again, uh, the folks at Missouri Mearsham, you if you ever are are fortunate enough to go to uh, a pipe show or you know any kind of uh, you know event where a lot of pipe smokers are gathered uh, you're really you'll be very blessed if you bump into a Missouri Meerschaum table because uh, he's definitely going to be there and uh, he's going to be one of those people that, that will throw his arms around you. But um, but anyway, uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes, they're uh, the best pipes, particularly for the value and uh, and, and great smoking pipes and they'll uh, they'll serve you well. I just, I, you know what? I'm, I need to geek out for just a second. Yeah. Dude. Can I geek out for a second? No, that's okay. I got, I've got John Wesley's ship on speed dial. The, you don't know who that is. He I have was, no idea. He was Dawson's dad John on Dawson's Wesley Creek. But yeah, no, John Wesley's ship, the, uh, the current, he's, he's Jay Garrick, the Flash on the, uh, the the CW series, the Flash, and like I've I've got the man on speed dial. I don't even care. I geek out about the fact that we got freaking Phil Morgan. Get Phil Morgan, man, getting get like 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 checking in with you to like be like, hey, what do you think about this pipe shape? That's awesome to me. <laughs> He's great, man. That's dude. awesome. To me. Those are good people. The, the, oh my gosh. You know the the folks in the pipe community in general, not just Missouri Mirror. Best but, people on earth. Yeah, I I think. You know, people. If you've if you've listened to the show long enough, and you've interacted with us, or certainly if you walk in the Country Squire, I, I hope you know the the reason I stay in this industry is I, I love pipes, I love tobacco. They minister to my spirit and my soul and all that. But uh, man, it, it's the people. It's the people in this kind of industry um, and, and and in this community that are so special. And I, I think uh, I think Phil and um, a, a lot of our listeners, you know, y'all um, y'all really embody that. Yeah. So. Yep. Rock stars. Absolutely. So, hey, yep. support the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. Pick up a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Uh, spoke it this week. Take a selfie. Retweet that or tweet that out to us so that we can retweet it out, retweet it out uh, to the world because it's a great way to show your support for Missouri Meerschaum as they are showing their support for this show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week comes in from Josh Law. Uh, He says, Hey, Bo and JD, thank you so much for putting on such a wonderful show. I really look forward uh, to it every week, tuning in to the live show while I work on carving stone pipes and the podcast during Get that yeah the podcast during my work days in the field you guys are quite the entertaining duo so i have noticed this sensation when i'm smoking my pipe usually about halfway through the bowl to the bottom i get a burning or stinging sensation in the back of my mouth uh, right at my throat sometimes the sensation is uh, accompanied by a little bit of a stomach nausea hmm. and i thought it might be the nicotine related but i usually am smoking lower nicotine blends so That doesn't seem like it's necessarily the case. It happens with aromatics as well as a lot of Kia Flake blends. Do y'all have experience with this or know of anyone else that does? Thanks again for the great show and y'all take care. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Josh, great question and and, um, interesting that you mentioned that. A lot of folks are, uh, you know, nicotine uh, sensitive and, you know, all, all tobaccos are, you know, are going to have nicotine in them, even if they're, uh, you know, really steamed, uh, Cavendish or something that's been, uh, cooked or processed a lot. It's still going to have that, um, you know, that, that nicotine component there. And a lot of folks really are, uh, sensitive to that. So, you know, you're probably getting maybe more than you think you, you are, you know, and, and that is something to keep in mind. Even if you're not inhaling the tobacco, you know, you, you're still, you know, getting maybe a little bit, you know, through the capillaries in your mouth and, and your nose and things of that nature. So, um, so, you know, we do, we have a lot of folks that they love the pipe. They are sensitive to that. And so they smoke a, smoke a smaller bowl. You know, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like the guy that, um, you know, they, they love coffee, but they just drink like a half cup a day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a similar concept and, and, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own tolerance, their own, uh, body chemistry and all that other stuff. But, uh, even the tingling in your throat, you know, uh, I, I, I swear a lot of folks, um, you know, I've got this guy who came in the other day. He's like, you know, man, it's just burly. Burly is what makes my tongue bite. It is burly, and I'm I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking, like, man, burly's the smoothest smoking tobacco out there, right, you know. Right. But it's it, it, it you know, there's customers it, it, always right. Yeah, but well, <laughs> but they are. But but then also, you know, you think like, okay, well, um, you know, that there might be something specific going on to you that mm, you know that where yeah. the natural sugars in it or some. Uh, you know, some, uh, you know, protein or something, I don't know, enzyme, <laughs> you know, interacts with your body in a way that it just doesn't with, with most other people. And so, um, you know, kind of know your tolerance and, and, and don't let that ruin it for you. Uh, I, That's I, good, yeah. I, I had a, um, 
had a, uh, a, a guy come in here one time and he gave up pipe smoking for two years because a um, tin of, and we've actually talked about this tobacco before, a tin of Peterson's Irish Flake, uh, it made him sick. And, and so mm. he just gave it up completely for two mm. years. And so he, he started easing back into it. And I was like, look, just, you know, smoke a small bowl of tobacco or, you know, smoke something more mild or something. You know, not not all tobaccos created equal. You know, they have different properties, affect people in different ways. And so he kind of started t- stipping, sticking his toe in the water again. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, there's something to be said about, uh, you know, if you need to, just having a small bowl. So That's good. Yeah, I, I think know your tolerance is important. Um, different people are going to be very different in this. I think, I think that's important for, for everyone to hear too. I mean, like, you know, I think about you and I, I can't smoke a pipe as, as often as you do. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just not feasible. It does yeah. not make sense, especially with the way that it kind of impacts my voice and everything else. Sure. Like it just does not make sense. I enjoy my pipe, but I, I specifically like enjoy my pipe on like special events and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, like it's, I, I plan ahead. This is when I'm going to smoke my pipe. I smoke it. I enjoy it. Like crazy, yeah. And but and, I can't, and then you don't see it for you know several days. I, or whatever. I can't do it as a regular basis, you know, right. the same way. But but again, our tolerance is different. The way that it impacts is different. That's going to be true universally. True. And so don't try. I think, yeah, I, I think this is especially true to say, especially as we kind of study things like archetypes and we talk about various commonalities in the pipe community. The fact of the matter is, there are various dif- differentialities between all of us. Some of us can enjoy a pipe on a very regular basis. Some of us on a very free, uh, infrequent basis, and that is okay. Um, and so, yeah, that's good, good, good word of wisdom there, John David. Yeah. Interesting point. And, you know, even, you know, talking about the difference between aromatics and Latakia forward blends, uh, you know, it, it's, it's funny even thinking about this more in depth, even, um, let's talk about our, you know, folks tolerance with, let's say alcohol or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of folks are like, oh man, I, you know, I'm, I, um, I, I've got to be on my feet today. You know, I better just drink uh, one beer instead of, uh, you know, a glass of whiskey or something. You know, I've got to, you know, I don't, I don't want to go overboard. And, and for me, it's kind of the opposite. It's like, man, I actually, if I drank one, one light beer, that that might affect me harder than a than a <laughs> glass of whiskey. You know, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it's funny how our our bodies treat things uh, differently. And so, if, for more stories on how alcohol affects John David. <laughs> We'll start a Facebook group or something. Yeah, right. I'm sure. I'm sure someone's kept a journal out there. Oh man! But anyway, yeah, I think those are, uh, you know, those are good points. And um, yeah, just find what works for you. And um, you know, if you uh, you're not alone in that. But you know, if you have to, just back off and and smoke a half bowl. And and that way, you only do it to the point where you're enjoying it. And um, and then uh, put it down after that. And you get to look forward to the next time you pick up your pipe. Absolutely great pipe question of the week, Josh. We really appreciate that. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in. Show at country. SquireRadio.com. Quick fire with the Squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man. So uh, more in from Pumpkin Sushi. I love this. Uh, Pumpkin Sushi, of course, over at the uh, the forums at thispipelife.com. He writes in, blame it on my diet, but here's more food and drink inspired questions. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, hey, we'll, we'll take it. That's Here great. We we Are you ready? Food. Yep. All right. Wings, buffalo, buffalo, or barbecue sauce? Uh, barbecue sauce, cause I'm a pansy. Yes, and yes. Yeah, I know, I know. But if you eat, if you eat wings, you're supposed to eat buffalo sauce. And there's, you know, there's that thing in which, well, you're eating wings. It's supposed to be hot and spicy. You're supposed to, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm a, uh, give me barbecue sauce. Buffalo all the way, um, unless I've had a rough night. Cause I mean, you know, 
You gotta be, gotta be careful on your system. You don't want to. <laughs> uh, you but, don't want to. You know, push the push the envelope too much. I though. mean, I think I think between in all fairness, I go back and forth on. But I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go Buffalo all the way. I, I am remembered of a uh, an iconic. I don't know if anybody else remember this. Let me know if you do. But there was a um, uh, back in the early '90s. There was a Domino's commercial campaign for their Buffalo wings, and it was gotta be, gotta be Domino's Buffalo wings. Wow. And it was. Wow. Specifically around Christmas because it was um, Santa Claus with his reindeer, but then like a Domino's like delivery truck with like being pulled by Buffalo. Like, <laughs> hey, Santa, nice deer. And then they like go past him. Curious if anybody else knows that. All right. Good transition here. Pizza, Supreme or meat lovers? I got to go with Supreme. Well, it, I mean, Supreme has meat involved, but it also has other things that I like that are that are not meat. I like I like Meat Lovers Pizza as well, but I have to go with Supreme. Judge oh, me man. as you will. I, and they will. <laughs> and they will. Um, I'm going to go with Meat Lovers. And honestly, it comes down to this. I do not like olives, and Supreme almost always means olives. Yes. Yes, I'm it does. You're not an olive guy, huh? No, no, I'm not a fan. Is it just black olives or any olive? Uh, you know, I've had it like a dirty martini with kind of like green olives. And yeah. I, I was just fine with that. What about like on a muffaletta? No, you don't, no, no, no. even that, you don't like the olive spread or whatever. And you know, I love New Orleans food, but the muffaletta, I'm, I'm not. You're not on board with that. That's probably my favorite of, Oof. you know, New Orleans just kind of pick up food is, is that, that olive, uh, olive salad they put on there, man. Ooh, make you slap your mom. <laughs> Fair enough. It's good. All right. Steak, ribeye or filet? Uh, filet. All the way. Yep. Got to go with filet. Uh, beer, stout, or IPA? IPA. I, I, I like a crisp, hoppy beer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I've said this before, but it really depends on the season. If we're talking winter, then I'm probably going to go with stout. But even then, it really depends on the mood I'm in. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to go IPA. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, uh, gushers or fruit by the foot? Oh, okay, yeah. Gushers or foot fruit by the foot. Do you remember this? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm gonna have to go with gushers. I, I I like fruit by the foot. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with gushers. There's something real pleasing about. A lot of times I would bite half the gusher and then kind of eat the little you know slimy stuff out of the inside and then eat the other half. I'm just telling you that's part of my no, 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 that's fine. part of my gusher ritual. I'm not judging Everyone, you. On everyone's this. got a pipe ritual, and I had a gusher ritual. That's I'm not great. judging you on your gusher ritual. I can't say the <laughs> same for the other decisions you've made tonight. Uh, but that one, but that one. Some really terrible ones. You know, if you put in front of me right now gushers and fruit by the foot, I would go for fruit by the foot. So I think I'm going to go for that one. Yep. Uh, I'm not anti gushers by any means, but I just man, that's it's classic. I mean, they're both kind of classic. I don't know. <laughs> man awesome by the way big shout out to pumpkin sushi who's been like uh, keeping us on the uh, quick fire questions for the last couple of episodes uh pumpkin uh, sushi put those out on the forums at thispipelife.com thispipelife.com by the way on the move uh, as you're going around to different uh, uh different events different uh, pipe shows that sort of thing going around you know john david you mentioned earlier uh, I, I, that uh, you were going to be in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, thispipelife.com, also there. As you see them, as you're going out to different pipe shows this year, as you th- see this Pipe Life show up, be sure to go by and let them know you really appreciate them for supporting uh, Country Squire Radio. Also, another great way to let them know is by getting social with them beyond just the forums at thispipelife.com. You can also find them on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. There's all over the place. And, and and they share some of the most interesting uh, photos, I think, from pipe 
culture and pipe community. You've got just always some new uh, some new activity that you know someone is is doing smoking a pipe that's coming up on their feed. So uh, I would I would highly encourage you to follow them, uh, particularly on Instagram. I, I love their Instagram feed. Yeah, absolutely. And be sure to register with them too. Of course, when you do, you want to use the code CSR when you register. It's a great way to help out the show and to let them know that you heard about it on Country Squire Radio. Again, that's CSR when you register at this pipe life. Com. You know that this pipe life they give away an item every month is that, for is that folks right? for folks that are, are involved every yeah. single it's month. Pretty cool, yeah. So they'll have like a you know nice pipe or a leather you know good or something like that. There's a lot of cool stuff going on over there. I mean, that's so. only if you like free stuff. I mean, like you know, yeah, you know, yeah. If you want like free stuff, thispipelife.com. <laughs> Again, CSR <laughs> when you register there. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. All right, man, we got some great listener feedback this episode. We've got, uh, this actually comes in from James Ewing from YouTube. Now, this is going back to uh, last week when we talked about Native American uh, pipes and pipe tobaccos. What did did James say? Uh, Yeah, he says, uh, let's see. Yeah, he says, uh, Indian tobacco was known in the Northeast as Kinnanak. I think I said that right. <laughs> Sounds it was good to a, me. It was a c- ceremonial mix of tobaccos and natural herbs, uh, including at times cannabis, which grows wild there. Uh, by the way, corn is a grain. A corn is a grain. You're right. Uh, since y'all are from Mississippi, you are forgiven. <laughs> yes. Great, great show, James Ewing. That's great. Wait, I just the the the, the sentence of since you are from Mississippi, you are forgiven. That's right. That's the only time we'll ever hear that ever in our life. <laughs> <laughs> and should and, and yeah, I don't know. Most of the time, it's like, oh, for you're from Mississippi, like, yeah, you just don't know any better. Yeah, right? it's just probably way. we also got Which a great. Fair. We, it's extremely fair. We also got a great iTunes review in from LL, who said, "A tobacconist from a distance." John David is such a source of brotherly chat and education. Uh, my cohort feels he really makes the show. Thank goodness he agreed to do this back when things got started. He's not just welcoming and intellectual, but he's so compassionate. Uh, he's so compassionate with his co-host. I can see why so many others have made the pilgrimage to the country squire. In all honesty, the transitioning to quote unquote sponsors can be a bit awkward in some episodes, but it's worth it to the unassuming pipe mentorship. Man, well, that, that's, that's great. Yeah. Th- thanks for, uh, thanks for writing in. We, um, we work hard. Yeah, we work hard. Man, think, uh, I, I echo LL completely, man. Yeah. You, uh, I, yeah. I am very grateful for the fact that uh, many, many years ago, you you agreed to do this podcast. <laughs> and that you are so gracious Kicking with your and co-host. screaming. Yeah. That is, that is such nice. Um, but your yeah. host is, is, is pretty uh, pretty solid. Well, in all fairness, he doesn't have your knowledge. And that's... Uh, <laughs> The, the co-host is on point. Man, LL, thanks thanks for writing in. That's Absolutely. Great. And hey, we appreciate those iTunes reviews. If you've not done so already, iTunes reviews are a great way to help support the show without spending a dime. But if you'd like to contribute to make sure that this show continues to happen, uh, you can spend a dime and a few dimes actually by going over to patreon.com slash countrysquireradio or countrysquireradio.com and click Join the club. For $3 to $5 an episode, you can become a club member and get a lot of great stuff. But even if you just want to donate a dollar per episode, it helps make this show happen. You're not going to find content like this anywhere else. And so if you want to, you want it to continue and continue strong, you can make that happen. Again, that's patreon.com slash radio. Or if you're listening on the Satchel podcast player, just click be a patron. It's right there on the screen. Really, Satchel is the best way to get your podcast, but I'm for a variety of reasons. A lot variety of reasons. Variety <laughs> of reasons. Um, you know, you can also tune in to the show. Now, this is 
an interesting conundrum that I find myself in because every yeah. single episode I talk about when you can listen to the show. That's right. I go through a myriad of time zones and such. However, next week we will not be live. That's right. Uh, but however, next week we will, of course, have the podcast so you can tune in uh, by subscribing to the podcast and we hope that you do. We will return for the live show on March 27th at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Again, March 27th, 8.30 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at countrysquireradio.com. You can keep up with us though throughout the week you can follow me i'm at the real bo york i'm at john david cole or you can catch us at the shop at at underscore country squire of course all that information and more can be found at country radio.com well man we have been talking archetypes tonight it has been so amazing to get so much great feedback in from you guys uh sending in those emails those comments those posts you know i, I should have said this at the, the memes <laughs> the memes on the live show we're not even touching those at the moment but i will say this I've, 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 I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, and I want to make mention of it now. Big ups, not just to those of you who are listening, but also to the good folks at uh, reddit.com slash r slash pipe tobacco. You know, every single time we do a yep. pipe culture episode, yep. uh, of course, we put it out to you guys on Facebook, on Twitter, now with the pipe, uh, you know, the pipe club channel on Patreon as well. But I also like to put it out to the folks at Reddit because... There is a great community at reddit.com slash r slash pipe tobacco that are having great conversations about various tobaccos, various pipes. It's it's an awesome community. And what I love about posting it there is that I always know that we're going to get some pushback. And I, I mean that. And, and it's it, love. It's always loving pushback. Well, though. see, that's the thing. I yeah. do mean that in the most respectful and appreciative way possible because mm-hmm. it's great to have people from outside of the show give their thoughts on some things that we're doing. And so, you know, I... I I noticed in this particular thread there was a lot of great back and forth, some some interesting discussion. Um, I just want you to know that, like you know, when we get pushback, we welcome that. Absolutely, we are more than yeah. happy to to take that and take that critical thought as well. So, all that to say, check out the good folks reddit.com slash r slash pipe tobacco. Great forums, great community there. Um, and yeah, until next week, man. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. been listening to country squire radio a member of the pottery network for more information on this and other shows please visit pottery.com Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.